Hi, you're listening to another episode of a side quest, a podcast, a video games podcast for people who are too busy to play video games. I'm Dave Rupert, and with me is Jan. Jan. Jan Wang. How are you, Jan? Good. Uh, so, uh, this is our very first episode where we are doing our stand-up, our video game stand-up, but, 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 this is maybe a little bit of a different episode because we both went to PAX. Jan, how was your PAX? PAX was good. Um, been going, this is gonna be, what, my third year in a row since, um, since, uh, PAX located, uh, in San Antonio. So, um, it, it was a good one. I, I love the, I love that this year we went on a Friday and avoid the weekend crowd. And um, we, we um, since San Antonio is just an hour away, we just got up early, um, got some tacos, and just headed down there. Yeah, I think the going on Friday thing was critical, uh, a critical win. Um, because I mean, we maybe missed out on a little bit of like uh, the cosplay and the you know nerd fun uh, sort of stuff, but. Oh boy, howdy, did we, uh, we didn't really have that many lines, you know, we maybe had one or two lines, uh, but, you know, didn't, didn't really, yeah, didn't really suffer much, um, in, in attending packs. We kind of walked around the, the show floor like three or four times, you know, we, we got to kind of see and, uh, like gander at everything I think we wanted to gander at. So I, th- I think it was pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed the answer. There, there, there was a lot less people dodging, and um, usually, you, I mean, I love kids and all, but usually, uh, like on a Saturday, there's just they're everywhere. You just want to make sure you don't run over them by accident. Yeah, running over kids, uh, a lot less smells. You know, it was all all good things. Um, so uh, I guess, so before we get into our stand up, I think, I think it'd be fun to call out some standouts. I mean, what were kind of your impressions, um, uh, of the, the show? The show? Well, um, or got the the chance of really cool games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one that, uh, um, like digital revolver always does a lot of, um, they always have a nice booth. They have like a big screen. And um, a lot of people are always around their area. And um, the game that one of the first games that we actually saw and it just totally stood out was um, was uh, Didi. Ditto, ditto, ditto. The, the Swords of Ditto, I think. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a, a Zelda looking game. It's an classified as an action RPG, and uh, it was like real colorful and real cartoon. It's like you're playing a cartoon. And um, and it um, that that would you know, grab my attention because um, uh, you know I'm a big old like link to the past nerd and and, uh, and when I saw this game it was like a lot of that like came back to me and I was like uh, really excited that this game's gonna be coming out um, probably a little bit later this spring uh, I believe the release date is March 18th but you had more hands on than I did but I was just spectating from the back yeah I played it it. I thought it was really cool um it's like a Zelda but it that a Zelda that doesn't tell you anything so so you know how Zelda always has like Navi or something like shoot that thing to make it the passage you know or something you know like just over sort of instructing kind of this maybe i was hitting the the demo like mid stride but it just was kind of like good luck figured out this is called a dungeon you know it and like and so you got into this dungeon there's all these switches and things i have to light up and i figured kind of most of it out but but it was it was not 
you know, it, it didn't hold your hand. And I th- think that was kind of a, a stellar part of it. I thought that was pretty cool in the animation and just the look and feel of it was just beautiful. I mean, I'm trying to, I don't even know like what, I don't know, like, like an anime or, or something, but it, it just was beautiful. And so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that was actually like one of a few of these, uh, action RPGs we saw. There's another one called Moonlighter, uh, where you are like, ooh, what was the premise? You, you're a shopkeeper or, or a, a, a boot maker or something during the day. Uh-huh, yeah. And then at night you go, treasure hunting and uh dungeon crawling and um then you have to like go find treasures and then you go sell those treasures or something like that um but you know it it was cool it's maybe a little bit more 8-bitty rougher you know 16-bit mm-hmm. rather than like full animation but i thought that was really cool uh there's another one from finji uh who we could probably talk about f- forever because we had a good time at that booth but the uh, uh finji has one called tunic that's coming out and you're just the this cute little fox bopping around and it's just adorable and i i look forward to playing that so you had you were, yeah. you mentioned the before the show here the Finji booth you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, they um, Finji uh, like one of the games in my backlog is, is Night in the Woods, and they um, they just recently just came out with a with a like a director's cut called um, Night in the Woods Weird Autumn, and um, and I got to like uh, just peek over some of the people that were playing the demo, and I mean it it still looks like a it's a beautiful looking game. Um, I'm still like I'm still trying to uh, get to this title, but uh, I'm pretty excited to get to it. Yeah, it's on my list for sure. So, um, and they have another game, Overland, which is like a XCOM meets um, I don't know a zombie apocalypse kind of, um, or you're kind of like on the run. You know, it's like post-apocalyptic XCOM, and it, it looks it's awesome. I actually have I got in on like the itch.io beta or whatever just because I was like this looks beautiful and cool. Um, so it's um it, it's a cool game. But they since I played it like ages ago, I not only gave it like a ten minute thing or something, but ten minute go around. Uh, since then they've like totally refactored it and and made it a lot better. And like yeah, it's it's like XCOM, but all the levels are also procedurally generated so like you you enter you're like driving a car across the states and you it's sort of oregon trail style and you have to like go get gas so you're like oh i'll pull over in this town and you have to get out but if you make noise monsters show up and so it's really cool um i i'm i need to update it and and play the update because um it's pretty good so um but yeah there that was um I think those, like, there were lots of roguelikes, or not roguelikes, the, there were a lot of roguelikes, like the shooter rogues, you know, the, like, uh, action roguelike things. Um, but there were, uh, the, you know, one thing that maybe stood out this time was there weren't a lot of triple A games, right? No, there wasn't any triple A games at all. Like, uh, last year, um, N- Nintendo was, Nintendo was there to, you know, the demo out the, the Nintendo Switch, but, um, but this year there, there was not many at all. Um, uh, uh, we, we saw, uh, Monster Hunter for the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4, and, um, and even then there wasn't like a huge line for it or anything. It was very easy to get to. Um, and then also, um, uh, one thing that stood out for me was that, um, 
that there was no um, Overwatch tournament going on. Uh, right. I guess because I guess since the Overwatch League has started, that there's um, I guess it's not licensed to uh, events like PAX. So uh-huh. that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's kind of too bad. There wasn't like a I don't know. Hey, we're probably going to play Overwatch right after this podcast here. So. Uh, oh, it would have yeah. been nice to sure. see. Um, and another thing I noticed is there there was like no uh, – I mean, I think – I can only think of one. It was that game Florence, which is like a love story for iPad. But it, there were no mobile games or Android games, iOS or Android. I, I like – I'm scraping my brain and I like can think of like zero games uh, that were kind of targeting uh, iOS and Android. And I feel like in, last year at least uh, – you know, or, or even just in games in general, the focus has kind of been on these, uh, you know, mobile gaming and microtransactions and blah, blah, blah. But like, I felt like there was none of that, right? No, I didn't see any at all outside of um, some of the um, indie developers going for um, having their platform, their game on the Switch. Other than that, I didn't see anything for like, usually like sometime last year, I remember seeing a, a bunch of um, like, Hearthstone clones, you know, on iPad and stuff like that. And that, I didn't even see any of that as well. Yeah, no, didn't really see it. But you mentioned the Switch because this was on my list too. Um, one game I kind of sat down and played for a bit uh, was Kentucky Route Zero on the Switch, um, which is coming out. What It's like, the you know more about it, the TV edition or something? Yeah, it comes out with the... Uh, there's going to be... Um, the fifth and final episode, uh, it's almost like an exclusive, um, to come to the Switch. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty much the definitive edition. You'll get every episode and, um, and I'm pretty excited for that to come out as well. It's just, a, just another one of those games that's on the backlist. Oh yeah. I like, I, I was, I checked my steam cause I, I was like, I think I've bought this like four or five times <laughs> at least <laughs> in my life. Cause it's always, it's always like, Oh, I want Kentucky route zero. I want to play that. I want to play that. I want to play that. But, um, but man, seeing it on the switch, Oh, this game is just beautiful. The staging, the setting, the, the way just the storytelling is so amazing. Um, but, but playing it on the switch, I, you know, I I just I don't know, Jan. It, Steam feels dead to me, just because this was it was such a great experience, and and it kind of like affirmed that feeling I have in my head that I want all my games on the Switch. I want all these indie games on the Switch. Uh, why I pulling up Steam is kind of a bummer. So I, or on my laptop and plugging in a controller, it's a bummer. So. I, I don't, I'm just, I hope more indie games make this, this switch over to the switch because it, it's just a wonderful, wonderful platform. I, I'm, I, when the switch was first announced, I was really, I mean, I, I knew that I was going to love this device because I would, because uh, Nintendo were coming, were announcing their Nindies. And oh, yeah. I was like, yes, it's like, I'm going to get all my games that I want on, on, from, on Steam and I'm just going to have it to go with the, um, and the device just makes it so easy to like have it instant on and just pick up and resume where you're at. Whether, where, where on my desktop, I'm like, okay, well, I got to get, you know, go upstairs. I got to turn on the PC. I got to log in. And it's just, um, oh, it's Steam just one of those dates for 20 minutes. Yeah. Steve has an update like every 
every every day. Yeah, that's it's always a thing. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, so I I mean, moving forward, every game that that's available, I just hope that um, there's a a, a, either built for the Switch or a a Switch port. And I I haven't had any issues with any indie games um, that's that's ported over. I think Nintendo's working closely with developers and making sure that that um, that there's a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, man, that was fun. I I have another note. We went and attended some some panels, and and one was called Balance in Games. And I think actually, let's save that for the next episode because it's getting kind of late in our 15 minute podcast here. So we need to cut over to the stand up. Are you ready? <laughs> Yes, let's do it. Okay. All right. Yan Wang, uh, what uh, did you play this week? Oh, I am still um, working on uh, Breath of the Wild, Zelda's Breath of the Wild, but I have made uh, I, I made use of my long weekend. Um, happy MLK to everybody. And um, I um, was able to uh, get, um, like, I don't know, like, my struggle with Zelda has always been, like, just getting lost and feeling underpowered. But after um, 50 hours in now, I'm it's finally the you know starting to starting to be fun. I'm starting <laughs> to... It's not a grind. <laughs> it's not a grind. Yeah, I can actually. In. Yeah, 50 hours later, I'm actually starting to have fun, and um, I'm starting to um, unlock the um, most of the map. And um, I completed. Uh, I there's four divine uh, divine beasts, and I have beat my second one. Um, but uh, I feel like there's going to be some more progress in, in, throughout this week. My only blocker this week was uh, I had house guests over the weekend. Ah, yeah, yeah, that'll do it. So, yes, they were they're they're um, they uh, good good friend of mine from Amarillo, and um, they're here for a wedding. But whenever when they are in town, I cannot like camp out in front of the TV and play games or even even if i'm playing zelda on the switch i can't just hide in my room and ignore them so i so i um so any um spare time i had over the week it was hanging out with them nice 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 uh, yeah what about you well uh so okay this week i played uh nuclear throne i was good on my word i played nuclear down uh, installed nuclear throne and played it quite a bit um i steam says i played it 0.9 hours but the game itself says i played it like four or five hours or something which is way more accurate um and that doesn't sound like a lot but it's really not a complex game i i mean i this game is is cool um where where do i start here jan i i've never done a game review here we go this game is very cool it it's a shooter, a basically a drop you in and you shoot things game, and it's very violent. Screen shakes. It's very cartoony. Uh, I really like it. What kind, what kind of genre is it? Is it? Uh, like a... I think it's called a a action roguelike like or something. That's what the wiki says. <laughs> um, okay. But it's right. uh, sure. Um, but it's it's like a you know like Zelda or like Link to the Past or something where you walk around a two point five D kind of map or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and, but you are, uh, you, you drop into the game and first you have like two characters, but you can unlock, I think it's like up to 10 or something characters, uh, and each character has different powers. Okay. This should sound familiar from overwatch, um, and different health and stuff like that. Um, and then there's, uh, 
and each level is procedurally generated. So each level is totally different from what it was before. Uh, the enemies and, and stuff are roughly about the same and the, the item drops and stuff like that. But it, it's, you know, it's all procedurally generated, different maps, you know, different like le- amounts of enemies and locations of enemies each time. So you just drop in and you just have to shoot things and then you pick up guns and you pick up different, uh, you know, you have two weapons that you can use and, and then you have health and, and, but you have to, you're kind of managing bullets and health. Those are the two things you have to manage in the game. Uh, so it's, it's really simple mechanic and anyone can really play it. You just drop in and shoot and, and choose your character drop in and shoot and keep all your ammo and keep all your health that's that's the whole goal of the game and it's great i got to like the fourth level ish i think out of like eight i think so it's it's not a huge huge game uh but i was definitely like (laughs) kind of addicted you know and you're like i'm shooting i'm shooting i'm murdering uh this is fun and then you die and then you just start all the way over back at the beginning and it's you know, that's, it's fun. Cause like not a lot of games do that anymore, you know, just like, okay, you died. Bye. <laughs> Go back to the beginning. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's cool. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, if I had any, you know, I think we, we kind of had a review system mapped out for the show and I, I thought I'd share my review. We're kind of going on an angry birds review system. Uh, so listener, if you're familiar with angry birds, zero star means complete fail. One star means, yeah. Um, like probably don't buy it. Um, two means, yeah, you, I think you could buy it. And, and, uh, three stars means definitely buy it, play it. Uh, it's worth your time and, and money. Um, does that sound like a good rating system? Jan? Are you comfortable? Yeah, with I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, three for sure is a must play. Yeah, and we maybe stole this from our friend Zach Meyer, who who does the Between Players podcast. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, it's um, uh, I would definitely give this game three stars. Like this is something if you have, I mean, look, I have five hours or something. It's maybe nine bucks. Sometimes it's nineteen or something. But um, uh, you know, if you have three hours, just jam this out. You know, and in uh, it's a fun, fun, it like provides fun and it, and it's kind of endless cause each, each time it's procedurally generated, it'd get real old if it was the same all the time, but because it's procedurally generated, it's like different every time and, and it keeps your interest going. So super recommend it. Uh, I would actually give it four stars if we could, if it was on the switch, you know, because the biggest pain point for me was uh like opening up my laptop and then plugging in my controller and then my kids asking me hey dad why are you shooting that guy in the head shoot that skeleton man and you're just like ah please i don't just let me play a violent game like (laughs) curled up on my couch you know so uh anyway so if it was on the switch i would have given it like four stars if i could uh but um it was not so one day if it does come on the switch i'm probably buying it again so yep and then oh, cool. this week, uh, I don't, ooh, I did not really play. Okay. There's, I'm probably going to keep playing Nuclear Throne because it's on my list, right? It's been big on my list, but, um, a game that's standing out, uh, on my list is this game called High Hell. And it's another shooter, but it's like first person and you just walk in and the way you open doors is you kick them down and you just blow stuff up and it's going to be awesome. And it's from Devolver Digital. So I'm looking forward to this and uh, yeah, 
looking forward to high hell. So I'm going to try that. That's kind of my, my goal uh, for this week. And I don't have any blockers other than I'm going camping this weekend. So, Ooh, probably, Ooh, ooh that's, that's cutting into some time. So I'm going to have to front load this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. And you definitely want to enjoy nature and not like, um, you know, like bust out a switch in, you know, in the middle of, of the evening. Or Maybe like I that. need to switch this to a switch game, which would, if I had a choice, it might be Overcooked because I still haven't played that. So I want to play Overcooked and then other people could play it and it's less antisocial. So maybe that's my, my pivot. Uh, so tune in next week, dear, dear listener for that dramatic <laughs> twist. All right. Uh, we are at the 20 minute mark here. So we got to power this podcast down, let y'all get back to work, go back to your own standup. So, uh, Jan, you have anything else you want to share? No, um, I'll, Side of um, um, trying to, we got our Twitter. You can find us at aside underscore quest, and um, and I'm working on getting us a Discord um, yeah. set up. So yeah, so we could talk about video games and or or if I get stuck on some 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 Ruby gym, I can hit one of you guys up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a work slash gaming uh, community that you can write off to your tax man. So, all right. Thank you for uh, tuning in. We really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, keep sending us your suggestions. A lot of people uh, suggested, um, Oh, what's the game? I'm blanking. Uh, um, um, life is strange. A lot of people suggested life is strange and it was like free or $5 this weekend on steam. So picked it up. Um, so that's on my list as well. Uh, looking forward to playing that. Um, so yeah, thanks y'all for listening. We really appreciate it. A lot of great support, uh, uh, our first week out. So, uh, yeah, keep tuning in and we'll keep it shorter next time. We'll have less packs talk <laughs> next time for sure. So, all right. Thank you and have a good day. See ya.